Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, and sometimes Mayors. Welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love Podcast. Alright, alright, Tyler, alright, it is episode 75 of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast, right, I am man. your co-host George Wacker with our other co-host Tyler Rothrock, how was your 4th of July? It was, it was it's festive. Like, it's like two weeks ago now because we're recording this early because I'm, I'm going to Portland, Oregon yeah, for vacation. Yeah, no, yeah, it was fun, we, I was on a Lake Wall and Paw Pack. That's good, that's, from, that's my, Yeah, that's yeah, yeah there's, there's plaques of you everywhere floating. There should be. Floating. All the all the Floating. there's a buoy named after you. There should be a in buoy. Party Cove, Lake Wall Pack. How were the fireworks? Good. Good. We watched. You know, I did. I I heard that. What, maybe you said this I one did. year. It was like 1993. So my friend, who's from New Jersey, was like telling me this separate story. I was telling him where I was for. He's like, "Hey man, when I was like seven years old, all of the fireworks exploded at once." Yeah. And I'm like, "Whoa, it's true." Because so, I didn't, I didn't believe you. I, well, I rarely believe you. Here's the, the quick story. And somebody died, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so I don't want to like make too much fun of it. But yeah. I was 93, so I'm like 12. Mm-hmm. My friend had a boat. And you can take the boat. Like a lot of people, they'll watch from the shore or whatever. But you could take your boat out. And they fire off the fireworks from a specific um, island in the middle of the lake or something. I and thought when, they did it at the high school field. Well, maybe they changed it after the guy died and they blew up the Okay, line. makes so, sense why they would make an adjustment so they, due to that. The, the the fireworks like fell over and they all started going off at once. Mm-hmm. And they're like on the boat and, and my friend's mom, she's like, get down. Everyone, you have to get down on the yeah. boat. And like people are praying. Get down on the boat. <laughs> Seems like a little like... Uh, it's over at that point. If, if, well, if I mean, shit's going to start firing at you, getting down on the... What are they going to... Well, maybe the, it'll just well, hit the like boat and then down, sink us into the lake. You get under the cushions so maybe it wouldn't hit your face. Get under the cushions, George. It was terrifying. Whatever. So that happened. So, I mean... <laughs> and I believe the guy died. So, you know, well, it's not rest super in peace. funny. I'm sorry. Yeah. It sucks, but people... Yeah, That's what I love about, like... Lake Wall Paul Pack 25 years w- later. When I was in, like, uh, like, middle school, we would do, like, the bomb drills... And all the children would get under their little uh, one-inch thick uh, fake wood desks. It's like this is probably not gonna do it. <laughs> this is actually I don't know more of a projectile. Yeah, I think they're just gonna like we're just gonna get we'll be under these desks. All right, hey, we've got a guest. We're gonna try something new, so bear with us and don't hate us if you hate it. But we're gonna <laughs> stop. We're gonna uh, stop for a quick commercial break before we get to our our very exciting guest. It's easy to do a Google search for financial information, but what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate facts from fiction? That is where Judd Walter of Walter Investment Partners can help. Judd is a financial advisor at Janie Montgomery Scott located in the Bethlehem office. He will take the time to answer all of your investment questions and help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Judd can also help you with estate planning, setting up trust, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call or text Judd today for a complimentary portfolio review at 610-609-8001 or visit WalterInvestmentPartners.com. 
Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, 81 Highland Avenue, Suite 100, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, 18017, member F-I-N-R-A-N-Y-S-E-N-S-I-P-C. Thank you. And now back to the podcast. We're back. Yeah, that was exciting. That, that, was, was, exciting. that was super duper <laughs> exciting. So no, I, I like those guys. I like Judd. Judd's a good dude. No, Judd's a good dude. And it's fun. Honestly, uh, Judd played basketball for my dad at Liberty. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. All I know is we're 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 doing people are listening and we, mm-hmm. we appreciate that and like seriously. So if there are any other companies who are interested in, in doing a sponsorship or reaching out to us, let us know. But more importantly, we have a guest um, from Discoverly I Value where I used to work. Yeah. The vice president of sales, new vice president. You've only been here. That's right. New for a new bit. Howdy um, howdy. Bree Nids. That's right, you got it. Rhymes with kids. That's a lot easier than a lot of I don't know if the listeners out there can detect a bit of a southern accent. I said I threw in the howdy for a reason. Yeah, there's a howdy in there. And then uh, there was another word that you said that sounds southern. You know what? I I say two words. I I go to the grocery store and I say thank you. And people immediately say, you're you're not (laughs) from around here. Yeah. Because you you thank them? Uh, with I eye contact, you do like eye contact. Uh, Are you genuinely uh, thankful? No, it's because the people not. around here thank you in a way that means <laughs> fuck you. Uh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Did I? Fuck maybe it's yeah. true. Maybe I'm offending people. Yeah. Is you're that like, what? why are you mad? Like, Did you just say thank you? Yeah. Are you thanking me? Because I will fight you out in this parking <laughs> so lot. So right how now. do I? How do I show gratitude? You just you go. You just I nod, nod and blink. Okay, no. Hey, thanks. You do that thing with your mouth where you go like this. Yeah, like the, the, what George is doing is he—it's it, looking the, like it's like the white person. It, it's looking like somebody uh, pinched him on a area of his uh, that it's isn't like, good. <laughs> it's a white, it's a white person smile, right? It's, it's like, like the mm, hey, mm, hi, yeah, mm. yeah hey, that's good. Um, People are smiling. Right. Well that. yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's what you do. Right. You just give them like the squinty. Yeah, you're not as good as me. Smile. All right, I'll try. So to, where I'll try where to are it. you from then that you picked up this accent? I originally hail from North Carolina. Um, most recently came from Virginia, so now I'm just, just creeping, up. creeping Creep. my way up north. Antarctica. Like a, or no, is like that a, north? Yeah, that's the North <laughs> Pole will be your final <laughs> destination. I'm dumb. So, <laughs> let's go. Well, now Boy. we've some somebody out there has learned something that Antarctica's in the in the south. In the, it's in south. Antarctica. Yeah, it's in the body. I, you know, whatever. Go ahead. Well, go it's ahead. interesting because <laughs> because you, you you hear a lot. Or I see it on. I guess it's more during like. This, the winter, I would guess, but people who live in North Carolina, my brother lives in Charleston, South Carolina, mm-hmm. but they're always like, eh, I love it, I love it here, I'd never move back up north, even though we're better up here, I think. Yeah, I just think yeah. It's like the seasons, better, but I, you experience yeah. the seasons too, just not as yeah. drastic. Yeah, well, like, why, and, why, like, and I'm, I'm from ahead. the mountain region of North Carolina, right. so, you know, we didn't get Does that make intense... You do more moonshine. Um, you know, I've lived on both sides of, right. of the state, so it's cool on the mountainside. Are you like a Duke I, person? A Duke, not, you know, the Tar or Heels no, are my okay. Yeah, well, I just, like, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a super fan, but I they're definitely more my team. Because like, if you met a football fan, you're like, do you like the Steelers or the Eagles? Like, you know, I can kind of figure out where mm-hmm. you lay. In right. Terms of yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of There's like the the line is around Harrisburg. I would think yeah. that you can get both. Actually, he worked. You get a lot of. Costs. You know what's weird is my speaking. My brother again. He lives in Charles. Like there's so many people who are Steelers fans down there, and yeah. he didn't. It was too. It was to the point that he was like, "This is really weird." He started asking people, mm-hmm. and I guess like a lot of um, old Steel people or something retired down there. I don't know. That's why a lot in like a lot of people. Clearwater in Florida is a lot of Philly people. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just it's mm-hmm. interesting. But well, back more importantly, 
So you, you lived in North Carolina, moved to what? Where where'd yeah, you go to yeah. uh, college, or what? I went. Um, I went kind of far away for college. Um, I went out to the University of Hawaii. What? Um, what? Yep, University of Hawaii at Manoa. So is that rainbow? In, um, rainbow Rainbow Warrior? Rainbow Warrior. You know, I actually worked for the athletic department, That's and it was fun. funny. They the media department kind of went through this turn where they didn't want to apply rainbow to the mascot anymore. So certain teams would affiliate to the to just the Warriors. And then, um, and then others would still adopt. Why the, would they the not rainbow. want? Because of the, the there's a little homophobia. More, uh, no, I think there's there may just be more machismo associated to the oh, warrior. But stupid. yeah, I mean, people still rocked the rainbow, and I actually saw they they brought back the vintage rainbow warrior nice, um, nice. ensemble Why for can't the we, football like, team. I, I so like even with the women's World Cup, there are all these people. They're just so mad. At right. Because they're like, wow, they don't like the president. Well, the president doesn't like, about the, uh, like all these other people. Yeah. He's allowed to do that. So, yeah, you know what I mean? I just don't. I think it's okay for, that's the great thing about America, baby. You don't that's have to not, like you're anybody. Look, you're looking at what makes America great. Yeah. But you know what? That's the the entertainment aspect of sports is there's always going to be a controversy oh, associated. Yeah. And then you just fall down the rabbit hole of the controversy that's yeah. going on. You know, World Cup happened, Wimbledon, I, you know, Wimbledon's going yeah. on right now. And, and I just fell down a rabbit hole of looking up all the controversial Wimbledon outfits. Right. You know, yeah. so they have to wear the all white and do that whole thing. I fell down that and rabbit they, hole too. I, I, you know, looking at controversial <laughs> yeah, George. Well, actually, what you did was different than a rabbit hole. But let's not get too graphic on the. On the <laughs> no, you were in the in that little cubby hole back there. And Crystal, get away! Get away! <laughs> I'm looking at tennis. Um, so you do Hawaii like this, and that's another interesting thing. Like people, I went to Moravian, which again I love. But if you go to Hawaii, it's gonna be hard to leave. Yeah, unless, you know, you do, unless it's a field, maybe that it was. I'd like to think I live my life in compartments, and that was a compartment of my life where it was a good uh, experience for college. Uh, not good; it was great. I mean, it was the best decision I've made thus far, and that's really in your where, life. Where, yeah, best decision so far. I, I hope I have even better sure, decisions but. to come. But um, where would moving here ra- rank so far? In- you know, it's um, <laughs> it's a, no, it's been a, a, a it's keep a in great, mind you're on the. Good, she's been here since you know May. What? She's I'm, been here since I'm, May. I'm in a, a just another compartment. I'm in this right. career compartment. So what you're so saying is totally, it's not your favorite compartment so far. No, I'm loving it. I, I really I I don't want this time of my life to end. I'm in my 20s, and if I could just live in this little time. Forever, well, good luck with that. Yeah, that, yeah. that I'm, I hate to break it to you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sadly, no. Yeah, definitely enjoy it. You haven't done a winter here, well, then? Not yet. No. Well, how <laughs> okay. you, um, okay. for those who don't know, like tell a little bit about uh, like Discover Lehigh Valley and what you do. Yeah, well, I, I'll just backtrack to Hawaii for a second. That's really where my tourism yeah, no, you, career, you that's really where it started, and I didn't know it started there. You know, Hawaii is such a, uh, the the driving industry there is tourism, mm-hmm. and so I went out there and studied communication and minored in speech, and, and you know, you can do that anywhere at any college. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, you, but you're not in Hawaii. Yeah, and, you right. know, all <laughs> of all of the, the other things that I did were just just were a part of the narrative like I was on the sailing team out there and and we traveled all around to different regattas in California and and um, um, Maryland and Florida and so that's really where my travel and tourism career started so then moved 
back to the East Coast, decided, you know, I was ready to get back to this side of the country, be on the same time zone of my family and <laughs> and uh, moved to the beach in North Carolina and then kind of fell into this whole tourism thing. So um, it's been just a, a great experience to build in. And, and this is what I constantly tell people and myself. You have to be doing interesting things to to put it into your narrative. Yes. So Hawaii, it's, it was just an interesting thing, and it's a part of my story. It's part of the and fabric. now, yeah, exactly. Like, like when Tyler ran down the street that one time. Remember? You, yeah, I remember. Radio. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Wait, it's what part is part of it? my narrative? Yeah. yeah. Thank you for bringing that up too. That one time I fell asleep at the Jeffs. Yeah, yeah, it's part of your narrative. (laughs) Yeah, hers involved uh, tropical paradise. Mine involved uh, getting rocks removed from my the palms of my hands. (laughs) Mine involved the Jeffs. Yeah, the Jeffs is uh, well. I haven't been there in in probably eight months, so I'm probably due. You want? We should all go there after this. Oh boy, we have to be on TV later today, George. Never mind. Okay, we'll go on. But you you go through that. You find your love of of Mm -hmm. tourism. Mm-hmm. And they say tourism around here. See, I say tourism. Tourism. And I've, tourism. And I've so much, so often you, been corrected. So say, I'm like, all right, tourism. What is, is um, how do you say the word for that little thing that you draw with that you're a child? Pencil, crayon. Crayon? I don't say crayon. Crayon. I say crayon. crayon. You say crayon? Crayon. Crayon. Like a crayon. cranberry. Crayon. I don't even know how I say you it. You say Sometimes, crown. <laughs> no, I don't know how I say it. I get influenced by others. Crayola what? Crayola crayon. Crown. See, I don't know, dude. I honestly, see, that's or, why I, I didn't or, say the organically. Word. I don't know, because like you got, you have to wait. You can't you, do we've, it. Have we've to said it way like too week. many times. I'm not. You need to reset and yeah, like I, a I couple hours. I'll ask you, and then you'll. Get yeah, it. I'm being uh, persuaded by each of you because it's making right, me well, second guess. Yeah, you've heard yeah, the word yeah, now. True. So yeah, what you've done is mess with my mind. Right, and I don't like that. But um, so. Okay, you're in Hawaii. But it's like we're trying to. We're telling it like a three minute story. We're taking. 13 minutes. Th- that's what we've done for 74 other episodes. I guess you're right. Okay, go I'm ahead. I'm happy to be the 75th. <laughs> you know, it's kind of cool to be a, on an edge on of an number. Edge, yeah. It's like an edge or it can be a rounded number. Right. It's either, it is, yeah. I mean, we, we've kind of like stopped. One. I mean, not obviously we're counting, but just in terms of being in awe, now we're just kind of like, that's crazy. Yeah. It's cool. It's just like, a thing seven, we do. When we now. hit like 40, we're like, 40? Well, no, 52. It was like, we did this for the whole like year? A year? I've never done anything for a year. But you, you major, like, so. Tour is how would you say PGA tour? PGA tour. tour. I say would say tour. It's the same word. You're right. I'm apply there. Maybe you maybe you learned something here. Now today. that's your transition into talking yeah. about golf, huh? Yeah. No. No. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about golf. But I would think you were you were tourism. You did tourism in uh, like Wilmington. Was it Wilmington, Wilmington North Carolina? And yeah. then you moved to was it Roanoke, right? Roanoke, Virginia. We were a part of. It's called Virginia's Blue Ridge, mm-hmm. and that's where I met my current boss here, Alex Michaels. He was working there. It's a great at the time. name. Um, yeah, he's from the area. Local yeah. guy. Alex so. Michaels. It's just too perfect. Yeah. It's like it's Alex it. Michaels. He sounds like well, I, he make he it, makes me think of the wrestler. Uh, Sean Michaels. Yeah, it's just like I like a perfect name, Alex Michaels. I think if you're gonna have, sometimes I don't trust people with two first names. You know, yeah. first name well, and last the name. S, mm. it's, it's the S on yeah, but so yeah, Alex it. Michaels sounds pretty badass. So. I, I, we're, I, I'm, he's we're not cool. trying to he's, impress. It's just one of those cool names. Dude. Yeah. It's like, who you, who you got in uh, coming up, Alex Michaels? Yeah. Like, All right, I'm comfortable with that. Right, right, right. He's a man who can lead us. But I gotta feel like selling tourism in Hawaii. Is significantly easier than selling it in good old Bethlehem, Lehigh Valley. How do you, what did you learn there that you can apply to? Because we don't have like, 
yeah, beautiful it. beaches and and yeah. I think and she's probably gonna answer this, but I think it's, well, no, <laughs> don't take words out of my mouth. Yeah. I will, I will. But it's the thing where people don't people who live here they especially here because we're not in Hawaii where tourism is so like you just see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think here we we don't see it as much, but it's happening every day. Mm, maybe. Yeah, and and people are like, hey, you know, I'm I'm new to the area, and they wonder how can you sell and represent a place that you don't even truly know yourself. And and my answer to that is, well, every place I go, every little community, be, be it Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, I'm. I'm treating it like a visitor to that area. So I can see it firsthand. I can see it lay just a a fresh set of eyes on the scenario and and know what a visitor is experiencing when they get here, what we can do better, what what our strengths are maybe that we're not leveraging enough. So I think, you know, I've I've been here for now three months and it's really just been a, a mission to figure out who we are and what we're good at and where can we just elevate what we're doing so i mean because i know it's not people move every day but it's got because you're learning on the job not only about your job Mm -hmm. but also like you need to be connected to the place that you're in right whereas a lot of people they're like i moved i know somebody just moved to san francisco to move it like to work at apple you know they're just worried about working at apple they're not Mm -hmm. concerned about i need to learn all these other things about my community in order to sell them to other people and i'm so thankful on just a personal level for the job because i'm I'm new to an area and i have the opportunity to get out and meet a ton of people because that's a part of my job and and so that's been a really nice way to just get to know the community as well and get to know what what people like to do where they like to go mm-hmm. and um yeah just how much of explore how much of that how much of your job is focused on the people that live here already and show them what other stuff's going on as and then how much is it geared toward bringing in people like because i never thought of this place as a vacation stop but i guess it is well, I'll tell you, a resident is the best and top referral of the destination and of the place. If we can get residents to believe in the Lehigh Valley and really appreciate all the things that it has to offer, your network that lives outside of the region, you're the, our best resource mm-hmm. to be that voice and start speaking our language. So much of what we do is external, external marketing. So you may not see exactly yeah, it's like a jersey what. Or you never, you know, unless you're driving yeah. by a billboard they have in the Poconos, mm-hmm. you're not going to notice that. But it's important for, mm-hmm. for residents to believe in it and, and see that their, and their town know, is... Because this, this is... I think that's fascinating, too, because there's always people who are going to crap on where they live, right? Mm-hmm. Even shit on it. Well, and shit, <laughs> shit on it, too. I yeah. was out at the Sasquatch Music Festival in... Of course you were. In the, it's in, like... It's actually called George Washington. George, George Wackerton. No, George is the name of the town in Washington State. <laughs> and it's at the Gorge, and they have these insane... Um, concerts and everything and so we're out there on a trip and you're like this whole area must love this you know they're bringing so much money doing all this stuff and then you read the paper at the hotel and it was like residents complaining about Mm -hmm. this concert Mm -hmm. and you're like wow they you know it's not just the Lehigh Valley it's every yeah and it's a balance you have to strike and and just again realizing what we're good at how can you know with the events that we currently have booked and going on how can we increase visitation off of those events how can we use that to showcase what our destination has going on i mean of course music fest i haven't experienced it yet but oh. i'm excited mm-hmm. for august to well, you, see oh, kind yeah, of what right. yeah. yeah yeah so it's a wild time 
yeah. You should just get Alex Michaels to allow you to rent a room at the uh, Hotel Bethlehem. Yeah, all week. And just stay there. Yeah. I mean, my uh, my friend, um, I have a friend, did I say this on air, who works in Nike? Who, yes. Like, he just takes off the whole week for Music Fest. He's like, I can't. Yeah, I can't yeah. do any work. I've done that. Like I'm gonna past. be drinking all week, so yeah. I don't know how good my emails are gonna be. Yeah, I'm assuming that's what he's thinking. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I would do it too. But no, well, a we're vacation and here. no, we're just utilizing that. Like we're bringing a group of planners in and, and conference organizers and showing them, hey, we want to show them a great time first off, but then you know we want to kind of show them other parts of the destination. So Music Fest is an awesome opportunity to do well, that. Well, okay, so you haven't obviously been able to experience that what mm-hmm. are some places i mean you've only been here since may right yeah so we're not gonna nobody's gonna murder you for anything yeah but there ha- what, have there been a couple places that you've been like this interesting or uh yeah you know it's unfortunate because i have already become a creature of habit i live in downtown allentown and my office is down there so i find myself walking to work and and kind of trickling around to the mm-hmm. the places that are are near there but i do bethlehem's a great area i love main street um i love you know sangria at the tapas on main it's good. super good and well now it's um, like uh we don't get a lot of Allentown love in this podcast, so it's good to hear some love. You know, co- they've been having a rough summer in the news, and it, it, it is what it is. Right. Like, there's been, you know, and, and here's the thing. It's like something that people don't want to talk about, but it's there. Uh, obviously, you hope some of those issues get But it's up. it's a major city. Like right. people no, forget that this Allentown is, is the third largest city in Pennsylvania. Allentown yeah. is that larger is than some, Gre- That's cool. It's larger yeah. than Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we yeah. Talk, you talk about Green Bay obviously because of the Packers, but it's, it's something like yeah, we have to realize that there will be just it's the law of averages. It'll be but people aren't used to hearing about that stuff around here because I think a lot of people forget that there's eight hundred thousand people in this mm-hmm. metropolitan area mm-hmm. that classifies it as like a pretty big oh, urban yeah. area. I, yeah, I, yeah, we talk about it all the time. Like it's we, so there's going to be some. Right. Crime, some shootings go like that. It's just been that Allentown's had their their fair share, but it, in a couple months, it just you know what I mean. It's like yeah, God, yeah. stop! No, it'll it'll we'll go through it. Hopefully, the end of the summer is not as is crazy. And it's just been a crazy summer overall in general. In the, like for everything, you hear like I that story about that guy in New Jersey that was in a lake and just yeah got drunk. Like it's just been a weird thing. So it, I don't. I don't know, maybe no, Mer- Mercury. Like, well, my, Mercury's my, in retrograde. I was just going to say that. Maybe oh, it's I just well, saw downtown that downtown. I, don't, I don't know what that means. What are my favorite spots downtown, downtown? Hamilton Kitchen. Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Outtown Art Museum. We do work with them, but I experience a lot of really cool things. They have free Sundays and third Thursdays that are free you can go to. Then Bayou Boys got that uh, Queen City going Queen on. Queen City, which is like they're, they just did like a DJ thing. It's all the time. So, no, there's a lot of good things going on in downtown. It's very easy to say, rawr, I hate it because of the stuff you see. Right. And it's it's more usually yeah, those people saying that are haven't left their street in, mm-hmm. in their and suburban not, town right. for ten. And there's two sides. You're right. There's two sides. Yes, it has been a weird summer, uh, but that doesn't mean that you know Allentown still yeah. isn't doing some. Awesome and PPL stuff. Center. I mean, that's an amazing oh, yeah. arena. Oh, it's mm-hmm. gorgeous, and it's like if we can book more events there and just have more going on, bring some good energy that way. Like that's that's totally is that our, so? Is that something you charge. guys do? Or are you tours like so? When you say <laughs> when you say we got to find out what we what we do good and what we need to work on, is that like the area you got to find out what yeah. the area is doing good I, that you can highlight? Sure, or? we don't operate in a silo, so it's all about our partners. So yeah. any any 
basically a business that touches a tourist in some way, they're basically considered a partner of right. ours. And so, you know, PPL Center is one. It's like, mm-hmm. what what are your open weekends? What can we fill on on your need period? And then do you work with, like, say it's a, I don't know, say it's a flower show maybe that would want to come in. Do you kind of uh, broker a little bit? And- sure. We work as a liaison, essentially, for all of these event organizers that are looking. They may be sourcing for new destinations or they may already be in the Valley. And it's like, how can we get their attendees or their visitors to experience more of the valley you know when they're here for a certain event we want them to know all mm-hmm. the things that are going on so right. that they can get out and of course spend their money that's that's essentially what we want we're funded by the visitors money into the area and if we can get that dollar to roll over multiple times within our community that's tour- that's the ultimate and goal tourism helps i mean i'm uh, i'm sure 99 percent tourism helps everybody else you know it's like yeah. a rising tide <clears throat> Um, you know, when you have people coming to your downtown, whether it's Allentown, Bethlehem, or Easton, and they're from out of town spending money, it's yeah. good for everybody. Sure. Yeah. That's what was, it's always interesting, because I grew up in Nazareth, obviously, where the racetrack was. Yeah. And there was a racetrack, like, uh, it's one of, it was like. It was on the, uh, was, it was on, not NASCAR, but. NASCAR, IndyCar, all the major NASCAR? series okay. came. In Nazareth. And have you been to Nazareth? Have you seen Nazareth? Uh, you know, I've been up to Martin Guitar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. That town had a major sporting event, and it drove a lot of business oh, to true. the area. But the people, because you could hear the cars all the time, yeah. kind of hated it. And then yeah. when it went away, all this money back. went yeah. away too. It's, so, it's, and it's unfortunate that things have to go away in order for people to understand the value of tourism. And yeah. that the odds of you getting it ha- back are... It'll never come back. Mm-hmm. It'll never come back. So that's why we have to, uh, again, our charge, a, a diversified portfolio is the strongest, as they say, mm-hmm. money-wise. And that's kind of how I think of tourism as well. So we try to look at just different things that we can bring in. So if one thing does start to wane off or it's not as popular, we can have other things to kind of well, it's ha- like I don't know, build you into that. travel. You obviously have traveled. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I was thinking about this because I'm going to portland oregon i've been there a few times really like it. it's interesting but it's always weird when you travel because you'll be in whatever city and if you really like it you're like wow like this is awesome i you know i don't get this feeling and then you come home and you know what i mean like it's not the same thing so sometimes when people are on vacation just because they're 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 on vacation they're seeing all these cool things they're like this is the best place on earth when they come home they don't see their home with that same kind right, of excitement yeah that they see where they travel. Portland, and I've never been, but they are like a model city for this, where it they tourists and residents in Portland do the exact same things. Whereas that's what I think that is the the model yeah, community. A good point. Is, yeah. you know, you don't have tourists over here doing something no. and then residents doing this you mm-hmm. want you want to create an environment where everyone's you don't know if you're sitting next to a resident or a, tour, uh, or a tourist mm-hmm. like, that's well, that's, that's how charleston kind of, kind of was too charleston's the same mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those cities too and, and yeah i get it it's, it's nicer they have an ocean we don't um but i do get discouraged sometimes and, I, and like we said you're always going to see people who are going to complain about where they live but there's so many cool things going on here but what are some like tourist traps here? Like, what do you? Like are, tra- are we kind of that way? A tourist trap is bad. Because I well, no, you mean like a tourist good place. What I'm saying is like, isn't this area kind of like that? Like, I don't know. I would ne- I would never know if 
the person I'm at the brew works with is from. You know, it's a good or, example. The um, the soccer, which it'll be a week later now because we're recording this a little early, but the soccer fest stuff at uh, Steel Stacks. No way that all those people are from Bethlehem. You know what I mean? Yeah. There were right. thousands and thousands of people who are coming in for that event, and whether they go right home or say, "Hey, we're here, let's do some stuff," like you don't think about that because it's not, you know, like. Well, I just assume like even like with comedy shows, like there'll be like a cool headliner because I've like opened up at for people at ArtsQuest where you talk to some people after show, they're like, you know, oh, I, I came from Trenton to see this guy. I came I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I thought all I these want, people I just want their stories. Like, yeah, I, that's the kind of stuff that I love to hear. And if I'm at a place and I hear that someone is like, say I'm at a brewery and someone just there, carry her card with you and then yeah. be like, call her tomorrow. Yeah, right, right. It's it's like, man, I've done my job. You know, if someone is in town for an event or they came in to do something and I catch them spending money on something in the Lehigh Valley. I'm like, yes, it's working. So how do you like quantify that? Like, how do you even seek these people out? Like, cause in a, it kind of seems like your goal is anybody that doesn't live here, you're trying to reach. How do you do that? Yeah. I mean, there's certainly a, um, a target group that we look for, you know, we're so close to Philadelphia and mm-hmm. New York city and just that accessibility. Now there's a, a department within our office that's more focused on the leisure traveler i am and my department more focused on those big events and even small events um conferences meetings sporting events that bring people here in droves Mm -hmm. so i look toward the event organizer or meeting planner it's more of that communication and then the people who like comment negatively on the internet like nothing happened they don't see the meetings that are taking place at the sands for like, I don't know, like a basket weaving meeting and you're bringing in people from a bunch of different States. They don't see that because they just don't, you're not walking into one of those things. Right. But those people then either they stay in a hotel. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and they, and they we, go out, they see things. Yeah. And we want to be able to tell that story too, yeah. so that people understand the value of that and the value of group business. And then it just helps us build a history. So then we can even reach out to other event organizers and say, Hey, we host X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. bring your event. And that, so in the wind Creek, well, I read that one of their goals is to be the biggest conference center in the yeah. Northeast. Right. So would that be the kind of stuff that you would hold? Absolutely. I mean, they're a major player in our market, and and they're just if they get that water park, it's over. Think, (laughs) dude, I'll be there every day. I can like throw a rock and hit that water park. You'd go. You like your water park guy with my kid? I will be there. Like, you don't think that's a little bit gross? A little bit. Why? Dude, life is gross. Everything you do, like, like it's it's. I'm grossed out by water parks. Why? Because it's just like. There's, there's Cause chemicals. Because it's, it's water that other people have like been in a lot, and I don't know them. That's weird. I am weirded out by the the wave pool at Dorney Park. I won't go in that. I mean, I'll do everything else. Wave pool, just I like I envision people actively just peeing. Yeah. Like they're standing there. I'm like that guy's peeing. Yeah, like I was when like, I was at the lake, and like I, I had to. The s- lake is way grosser than any. Well, water no, park. I I, just I do, agree. Just so the for the I, record, I know, but, I know. <laughs> and like so. My friend Mar- Marco's their lake is a different lake, and who's that? Who's that? Marco. Oh, Marco, who? Shut the hell up. Oh, oh. Okay. And um, he. She doesn't know. He. Uh, I'm, I'm new here. It's Marco Andretti. Tyler's okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Marco Andretti. He's but they the by Andretti. the docks, the, there's these little fish that that bite on your nipples, right? And it, this. Wait, happens. wait, wait, wait. Is that the only place they bite, or do you? They, like, they go do for like them. In, oh, okay. 
So, and then in the lake, in Lake Wallenpawpeck, I'm not sure that those fish are there, but I still have that in my mind. Wait, how could those oh, fish, they're dear. only in that one lake? They're like probably Marco's there. They're, no, Did they're, he stock them? No, they're probably there. But what I'm saying is, so for this 4th of July, we had to meet my friends out on Party Cove. They were already docked. Yeah. So I had to swim, like I was with a couple friends and there was one paddleboard that fit my friend and a couple girls and um his girlfriend and her friend and uh and i was there with my other friend joe and we had to swim out and it was far and the whole time i'm like dude like i i never swam faster because i'm like i'm about to get built in the nipple by one of these fish <laughs> at any moment <laughs> it is a little weird <laughs> so i would yeah. i couldn't do a not that there would be nipple biting fish in the water park <laughs> But there's other have, dangers. There's other dangers. No, I, the water park, I wouldn't be there every day. It's probably going to, obviously, it's like, if you go to Kalahari, it's $400 a night. Yeah, no. Um, Like, I don't know if it's per person, but it's very expensive. So it's one of those things. I wouldn't go every day, but I would definitely be like, hey, I'm benefiting living here. The same way my sister, like in Portland, benefits from living in a place where they have all that fun stuff going mm-hmm. on that tourists enjoy. Yes, mm-hmm. but, so what are some things that people are doing oh well or what do you have coming up coming up coming maybe up. that we don't even know about oh uh, let's see here well i mean just major attraction wise you know dorney park is in yeah. its its prime time season right now um the year um <laughs> well, yeah, no, no no i mean you put it in the spot a little bit but in terms of like the summer stuff you got are you not allowed to talk about this no i can talk about it well, yeah. why what's funny <laughs> Because I think you're like you're putting her on the spot, saying yeah. like, "Hey, you've been here." I'm for like three trying months to pull up our calendar of events in my mind, and I'm like, "Oh shoot!" Not even just coming up, but like in general, like what are some things that like, you know, as somebody that lives here, that I go to like four places. What should I try? Yeah, uh, well, think- what I was just gonna say, I think there's a lot of hidden things that are going on in tourism that have an impact that maybe not every resident is seeing. Mm-hmm. So. When we look at you know the meetings and conventions world, it's like we're booking so many training and education events that are bringing people down from New York or over from New Jersey, and and although they aren't like the you know uh, glittery things to talk about, it's still you know bringing in hundreds of people. How to are the you area. selling them on here? Because he goes to the event organizers who organize. No, but how do you sell this area? And like, because I'm sure there's a version of you in. Uh, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, you know, okay, so yeah, yeah. why are these people coming where? here? Like, what's the what's and, and then when they come here and they have their experience, are they happy with the experience? What are they saying about that's, our area? Yeah, that's the exact job in a nutshell. You've got the whole sales process down. So yeah, we identify these groups that their events could fit in our area, and it's it's just the start of the sales process. So then you talk about all of the places that their event could fit, and then uh, really the true selling point is where you get people when you bring them in for a site visit so they can experience it firsthand if they aren't already doing that and i think you know just a a big part of it is keeping the business retaining business that's already booking here and and making sure they don't pick up and take their event somewhere else or they're meeting somewhere else because i'd be like you want to do it here like where else would you go lancaster sucks (laughs) horrible philadelphia like (laughs) way too crowded but, like, what are they saying when they leave? Like, are they, like, wow, I didn't know. Because that was, like, our the whole idea of us or me starting that comedy thing at, at Music Fest was. Oh, I was living in, now? No, no. I was living in New York, uh-huh. and I had comedy friends, and I wanted them to see. No, you're right. I, I'm proud of it. 
And then, because I know, I knew once they would get here, they'd be like, holy shit. And I've heard headliners from all over the country, like famous people, say the same thing. They'd go into the steel section and be like, I had no idea this <laughs> yes. was here. This is awesome. So what what are people, like, do you hear that? Yeah, and, and just even as a new resident, even when I was looking at the job to come up here, it's like I had that same exact sentiment. I was like, I know nothing about the Lehigh Valley, and this is the first time I'm here. And, wow, I'm kind of blown away. It's It's cool because there are different pockets of town. You're not just representing one single thing because you have the Allentown and Bethlehem and Easton and, and each of them, they have kind of their own vibe and feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, it's just pleasantly surprising. Yeah, w- so what were some of those like, cause I'm sure like, you know, you got offered this job in this place that you've never heard of. And like, did you come visit? Like, what did you do? And like, what, what were some of the things that, like like specific things that made you like oh i'm gonna go to that place that's yeah i think just the accessibility to larger markets and it was a new challenge i've never been up in the northeast and and just to make new new contacts and connections up up in this this area of the country um was was really um a good thing for me and i truly think that with you know, my background and experience that I can truly have a positive impact on, on this place. And that's what I want to bring. I mean, that's my ultimate goal is I want to make a difference in the community. And so, um, it's just, I, people need to be educated on, mm-hmm. on what is here. It's, it's kind of funny though. I'll tell you this funny story. So I yes. came up and visited one, <laughs> one time and was like, all right, cool. I'm in, I'm doing it. And so before I, I moved up and took the job, I, went on this adventurous vacation with my friend. We went to Morocco. And so, you know, in Morocco, the the people there, it's like English is their, maybe their fourth language. So they're like Arabic, Berber, um, French, and then maybe English. So days had gone by in Morocco and um, I wasn't able to talk to anybody except my friend. So, and I like to talk. So then <laughs> we go, we go out into this desert luxury camp in the middle of the Sahara. It's 10 hours away from anything. And all the people there who were staying at the camp, majority were from the United States. So it was just like, yes, I can talk to people finally. So we were sitting around this campfire in the middle of the Sahara, and I get to talking to the sweetest family, and I'm just blabbering on because I'm like, finally, I can I can talk now. And um, the family, we got to talking, and I said, yeah, I'm, I'm moving up to Pennsylvania next week for a job. And they said, oh, yeah, where to? I said, oh, this place, Lehigh Valley, Allentown. They're like, no way, we're from Allentown. <laughs> and it's like, I was like, yes, this means, you know, that something is, is right. Bizarre. In the middle of the darn Sahara Desert. My brother was in, like, Ireland, and they met somebody who used to work at a camp in our hometown. Like, that's weird stuff. It was that's cool. Weird. I was like, I was like, at this point, it was meant to be. And you know, I yeah, moved cool. here, and then I didn't know a lot of people. So Easter came. Did around. you know anybody? No, just the guy, um, Alex Michaels, who hired me. So yeah, Easter, the first holiday rolls around. And I'm like, did did do? Oh yeah, let me call up my friends mar- from Morocco, and what? you know, so we got together and had an Easter brunch, and I was like, this is cool. I like. So this you place. moved into this place, this area, knowing nobody. Correct. What do you? Um, because I get this, I see this all the time where people are like, hey, I'm an adult and I have no idea how to make friends. Like, what do you do? I mean, I network and. Um, yeah. Like, I don't have she friends. met Chris Freed early on, <laughs> yeah, and that was it. That's all it took. That's it. He, no, he's like, got I'm, the network. I met Chris um, <laughs> Freed, and I'm done making friends. <laughs> no, um, like I said before, my job 
allows me to get out and meet a ton of people. And what I've noticed specifically about this area is there are a lot of transplants or people who have left and decided to come back. And so they're also open to making friends as well because maybe they don't have a network. Yeah, because I know like my group of friends from here is very tight knit mm-hmm. and kind well, of. Even Tyler, like you moved away. You were yeah. in New, York, New York City for all intents can be like a different world. It was, so you oh, were yeah. away for a while. But I always, you know, I always would come back here, you know, and it's it was hard for me to make. I I don't I don't know if I could do what you like. I couldn't pull. Well, it no, off. that's why I, I thought of it because it's the ease of you saying, "Hey, I'm gonna call up the woman from I met in Morocco and see what they're up to." Yeah, easy. yeah, like, which not, I think it takes a certain personality there's not a lot type to do that. It's cool. Yeah. So, that, yeah. so you guys, what was your re- when she said she's from <laughs> Allentown? Were you like? My heart must have skipped a beat. I was like, so "Thank weird. goodness!" I was Brilliant. like, "This!" I was just so excited, and, and she, they're wait, just the sweetest talk? family. I, mean, I don't know if you can remember this or not, but did she like tell you anything? Like, give you any? Oh, advice? they gave they gave me the whole skinny on the whole area, the, and and they they mentioned they us. spoke <laughs> <laughs> like, "Hey, there's this podcast." Uh, no, they spoke really highly of the area. Yeah. Are they born and raised here? Um, no, they moved here. Um, I think they moved here like maybe a decade ago or so. So well, you've was, had a moment like like a like a crazy coincidence moment like that. Not not where I like somebody I knew that they're from Bethlehem. Um, I haven't. I've I've heard people who like I said my brother was in Ireland and he met the person who worked in a camp. Like, cause where I'm from, there was a bunch like all the summer camps mm-hmm. up there. I always get like it's always cool when you see. Like you'll see, like Bethlehem Steel. There'll be like Bethlehem Steel signs in New York City. Oh yeah, like, I've, t- I've done that. Yeah. Or I'm trying to think of anything that's like similar. I have the craziest like, one. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not a person. You were itching to tell your story. I wanted to tell this. I don't. I might have even. <laughs> then you tell it. Did I, I tell the one. check story on this at all? The Arts Quest check story. I don't think so. You told the one where you tried to get 30 parking passes. Okay. This is the craziest story of my life, I think. (laughs) This should be good. Buckle up. So (laughs) I did Arts Quest. I did a show at Arts Quest. Let's say like, let's say six months before this, right? Mm -hmm. And I have, I put the check I got in my backpack and I forgot it. I forgot I had a check, right? And it was in my my backpack and they called, Arts Quest called me. They're like, hey, or no, I lost the check. I thought it was like gone. Okay. And I told Ryan, I was like, hey, man, I lost that check. They sent me another check. Didn't hear anything about it, right? So I'm in Port Authority in, at 1 a.m., like waiting for my bus mm-hmm. with Tommy. My, I was living with Tommy Pope, so he was there with me. You at the live time. with Tommy Pope? Yeah. Oof. We're, in, we're in a line, right? And uh, I get a tap on my shoulder, right? And this guy goes, are you Tyler Rothrock? And I go, yeah. He goes, I have your check. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean you have my check? What does this guy look like? He was just some regular? guy behind me in line going to Hoboken. And I was going to Jersey City. And it's fucking Port Authority in Manhattan. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. So he's like, I was riding my bike in uh, Hoboken. And a gust of wind blew this piece of paper on my chest. And I took it. <laughs> and it was a check. For, and it looked like, you know, so I, you know, I was like, I can't have this check. So I ripped the check up. And I threw it away. But then I started to feel bad that that person might need the check. So I taped the check together oh and I pulled it on my bulletin gosh. board. Oh, my gosh. And I Googled the person's name that the check was made out to. Your comedy video came up, and I can recognize you from that comedy video. And I was like... Shut up. Yeah. 
I was like, this Wait, is the wow. most insane thing that's ever happened to me. Because I thought God, you were going to be like, I dropped it on the bus and some guy on the bus no. picked it up. That makes no, sense. No, he was like... He was he, riding his bike? He was riding his bike. He's like, I used. To, he's like, I saw the check was from Arts, this place called Arts Quest. I don't know it. It seemed like, like a performance venue. I used to do stand-up. So All I was right. like, maybe this guy's an mm-hmm. artist. He needs he's like a kindred spirit. So he tapes mm-hmm. the check back up, puts it on, on his bulletin board, which it, it's still there to this day. Because after we said this he's like i'm never like that's gonna be like a, a keepsake for me so he also thought it was super crazy yeah he yeah. was like have you told is- that story like live i told it on a podcast uh, one other podcast i i mean i'm not telling you what to do but even if it's not a joke that story is it's it's crazy yeah, right. and like I, I so i went on tommy pope has a podcast yeah. on i was just kidding i love Tommy. and i was like mm-hmm. uh hey Tom, like we were just it was just me and him on the show and i was like talking kind of about this shit and i was like hey tommy remember that thing that happened on the bus in the port authority he's like what i'm like you forgot (laughs) about this miracle that happened yeah so you know thank god he was there to witness this or else nobody would ever believe that that story is true it's the most needle in a haystack thing you can ever the odds of that are probably lower than her meeting somebody from allentown in the sahara i'm serious i don't know it's just it gives me every time i tell it it gives me chills (laughs) (laughs) well now that we've talked without you for 10 minutes (laughs) no it's all good so what, I mean, you're coming into Music Fest, obviously everybody, we're not going to beat you over the head with how awesome we think it is. I mean, are there any other things you're looking forward to doing besides that? Like, uh, you know, the fair, it, it the may fair's sound coming up? real silly, but I love apples. Apples are my favorite fruit. Go and, to Shoals. And that, I just want to find yeah. some good apple picking and do that oh, whole thing. A little thing. romantic apple picking? I might do it by myself, actually. <laughs> Be Don't call Chris meditating. Free, Yeah, right. <laughs> He's a bad um, apple picker. Bad <laughs> apple. <laughs> no, that I mean it's funny. Like friend we, of the show, friend of the show. We, the, um, First time caller, long time listener, Chris. We went, there are like we went to Kutztown Folk Festival. That oh was, yeah, I was there yesterday. That was fun. Yeah. Played with some goats. It was good times. Then there's like all these different harvests. And then you went to the folk harvest. festival. The folk festival. Oh, you missed oh, it. Kutztown Fair, whatever. No, I said you the said. Kutztown you said I play with some goats, and then I said, and then you went to the <laughs> festival. Goats are fun. Guys, guy too. Do you see it. the guy that was churning ice cream with his rocking chair? Yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. Well, I got he to was, churn some was, butter when I was yeah, there. Yeah, he's just rocking in his chair, and that was powering to churn. Oh hell yeah! Churn That's them. America. It was pretty darn cool. But like, there's that. There's you know. Well, Blue you probably know this. You probably have learned or been told that we're like the area of fests. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a fest. All the like every, every weekend, weekend. Mul- I've, I've, multiple. I've yeah. walked into a fest on accident. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't know this past town. weekend was Vet Fest. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. a really, if you haven't seen it, there's a really great photo from the Bethlehem Mounted Police Unit of an officer speaking with a, I think it was a World War II vet. I could be wrong, um, but he's speaking with them and they're like they're holding hands and stuff. It's nice, a really awesome photo. If you haven't seen it, go on their Facebook. Love the vets. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. How could you not? Shout out to all the vets. I did like, well, even too, like we have Soccer Fest, which, you know, is just whenever, which, which mm-hmm. I think is a great event. And people are now, you know, understanding that, like yeah. that venue has become just something that people expect to have great stuff at. But, you know, beyond that, too, it's I think there's a lot of things to do outdoors here beyond the festivals. The DNL is yeah. that trail systems. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, actually, I, I do ride bikes occasionally, but I went out and uh, one of the first weekends I was here and rode that trail. And it's nice. awesome. I mean, going being able to go from Bethlehem to Easton, I mean, yeah. that's so cool. Like, yeah. it connects. It's a they, do a, whole, they do a marathon 
Yeah, um, right. Didn't they float the idea of doing like a light rail to connect everything? Yeah, it's like one of those Too things expensive. with a bazillion dollars. Yeah, what are some things she shouldn't do? Oh. <laughs> Probably go apple picking with Chris Freed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Poor Chris. Uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things. Try everything. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, the Lehigh Valley Mall. I'm missing things right now. I've been to Lehigh Valley Mall. All right. You got to do that. Yeah. I'm not much of a shopper, but, yeah, but like, like, you know, I went and did a, a trail running race up at, um, where did I go? Bear, uh, maybe it was Bear Blue Creek. Mountain. It was Bear Creek. Yeah. Went up there and like, this is cool that yeah. this yeah, is yeah. so close by, you know, it's uh, just really neat. And I don't want to say that people take it for granted. I just mm-hmm. want to encourage people not to take things for granted. There's something special that happens when you allow yourself to enjoy something and yeah. you're not cynical about it. Uh-huh. You know, like, hey, we're going to the Crayola factory today. We're just going to have fun. And I'm not going to bitch about taxes. And, so, and again, know. I've asked so many people this because I think it's one of the coolest venues, the Velodrome. I'm like, yeah. so yeah. many local people. I'm like, have you been out to the Velodrome? Yeah, I had a great month of, of be- racing. And, and people are like, I went there 20 years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you got to get I've back I've never out been there. there. It's really, it's, it's, it's one of those places you're like, holy shit, I don't believe this exists here. My issue is just, it's. It's a little niche, and it's on the other side of the valley, right? Mm-hmm. So those are excuses, right? Yeah. I love how niche um, it is. But that's the thing. Like, for people who are, you know, it's world it's world known. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like, obviously, you're not going to enjoy everything that you can do here. And but, but I think you should. Like, I haven't been to a race race, and that's pretty crappy. Yeah. Like, I should definitely go. And somebody that's new to the area and also with your training and education, do you where do you see this area going? Like, do you see this, like, are there things that should be getting national attention? Like, what do you see, what do you project for the Leah Valley down the road? Yeah, it's just not enough people know about the Lehigh Valley. I knew nothing about the valley, and I am in the tourism and travel industry, and I was just like, man, you know, there's there's so many untold stories here and I think once we can kind of branch out and like you say get a little bit more national exposure and not even that just if I can personally tell more people about it then that that's doing doing it way more justice and so I think I think just as long as we keep there's a lot of growth happening in the valley and it's there's a lot of good projects in the works and as long as we can keep getting pumping that out and and telling people people about it it, yeah. yeah There's a Southside Film Festival. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's other things that some people, you know, not that you forget about it, but just as your daily life, you're not well, you're not thinking about you, it. So then you're thinking, okay, there's not a, there are a lot of things. You're just not. You just hate like like stop hating pe- it. Like even when the Martin Tower came down, right? And it was big news. And not to mention, you know, it was actually pr- big news around the country. Well, you know, CNN, yeah. but a lot of people here saw it, and I saw like a lot of comments like. Uh, typical Lehigh Valley, nothing going on. Like the, the, Lehigh Valley is so lame. That's why right. this and is and on the news. That's just ignorant. Yeah, and that's what you deal with. And well, so how do you? I don't know. Like you don't completely. My thing is, you just stop listening to those people. It's the same but everybody has a weird relationship where with their hometown. And the problem with the Lehigh Valley is, a lot of the people here, the vast majority of the population, have never left. So I know in my experience. I was one of those people. Where I was like, Leah Valley's lame. And then I went to New York City for a while, and I'm like, I want to go back. You know, <laughs> like yeah. it's not so bad. Every like, yeah, people you know know each other, but that's kind of nice when you're not like just a, a random face in the crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
I think the residents have to do a better job of advocating for what we have going on here. You live like mm-hmm. you, you're going to get to be 80 years old and be like, wow, I was just a dick my whole life yeah. and mad about everything. Uh-huh. Well, what I like is uh, they have the free shows at um, Levitt Pavilion mm-hmm. and you get those things are mobbed mm-hmm. and they're mobbed with older people. Not 100 percent, but generally. And I think that's, that's a scary mob, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> You go up there if you're like Megan Rapino, and you go on there and they start throwing things at yeah. you because they're horrible. Well, is there like a there's a website like you got you said yeah, there's a calendar? And, uh, that... Yeah, I'm not trying to do a monster sales pitch. No, here, sell it, but, sell it. But our website is just a comprehensive overview of everything going on in the valley, and I I think there are so many actually residents who utilize our website. It's designed for visitors, and and that's what we we pump out to the masses. But I think our events calendar. I mean, it's. It's jam-packed with stuff. There's people submitting events all the time. And I think the more that residents can experience those events that tourists are experiencing, that's when you kind of get that synergy of, okay, we're all kind of so speaking the same language. So maybe even play, play tourists for a weekend in your community. Yes. Uh, yeah, kind of fun, I'm a I mean. huge advocate for doing a staycation. And actually, one of the guys in our office just took a week off so he could experience the Lehigh Valley and well, rediscover the Lehigh right. Valley. Well, he's you know? an idiot because he should have waited till Music Fest to take that week off. Yeah, right. <laughs> but whatever. There's, but there's probably stuff going on. You know, I think you're right. I think we, we probably take a lot of things for granted. And there's a lot of but things. But it's anywhere you go. Once you're there for a period of time, you stop seeing everything. Yeah, you go to so the same places. So it's a mental places, thing and... you need to get out of on your own. Mm-hmm. Like you could live in Charleston, South Carolina, and live there for 10 years and start being like, wow, nothing changes here. It's all the same. You know, like, that's what's no sad. matter where you go, mm-hmm. you can have that. So it's just yeah. a matter of you. I know I have friends from Nazareth who are like, well, I'll never go down. Well, I'm not going to Allentown. I hate down. I hate, I hate the city. It's like the city, <laughs> the city, Bethlehem, the city, the one that, you know, like is right there. It's not like as 80,000 people. It's not 2 million people. In you it. can Uber there. Yeah. And back. You like, could you could actually walk there and back. <laughs> yeah. We know again. We I've re- did you run? Yes, yes, I've done the Dugan Challenge, baby. We used to run home from the bars. It was a cool, it was fun. Probably very dangerous. How but far is that? Was like six miles. You'd run like two. It was eight point five. Two in the morning. Eight point wow. five miles. Yeah. Two in the morning to run back to our other friend's house. Yeah. Wasn't it just because you wanted to see if you could do it? It was fun. You would. You would. That's uh, horror. That seems like a bad. Well, idea. You, you, you well how old were you? Twenty three. Yeah, we were. Yeah, it, it, was, it would start at Roosevelt's, and. Ryan Dugan, uh, big fan of the show, started it one night. He just disappeared, and he didn't have a car or anything. And it seems like an un-Ryan Dugan thing to do. He used to do this all the time. When you what said you? Dugan Run, I thought it was an organized event. I was like, it oh, be- this, no, is, it, this is an event. I it don't became, know about. Well, no, it became one. It became an organized run. So what <laughs> wait, would, really? Not like well, semi-organized. Charity. But okay, we would like okay. it was like a, a thing we would do where you know if somebody would show up to Roosevelt's and they would have like running shoes on you'd be like oh you're about to do a challenge tonight and then it would be like probably 1 30 a.m and they'd be like where did where did tyler go and i'd be on my way you're getting your getting your head start yeah why would you want to do i mean i guess I there's get it. no eight good miles reason. is too long like a mile is fun we wouldn't but it was fun eight would, miles is like you guys are weird you would you would you would, you would stop and like get a like a like where a, at a gas it's station or something. Or something. I have a funny Dugan challenge story. I'm not gonna say who did it. Just just let's finish this up here. Uh, <laughs> but it was a kid. He so is one of our friends from high school, and he moved away. He hasn't been here since high Probably school. Probably after this happened. No, this was before. But he came back, and we were telling him what the Dugan challenge is that he loved it. We were out late one night. But he, th- there's been changes to the area since he's been gone. <laughs> like, so he he got lost. 
Uh, There's one road. But he got lost in the industrial park. Oh, okay. And uh, got picked up by a, a, guy, a police officer because somebody somebody called and complained and said there's a man in a blue shirt and he's pacing, he's running from like, he he just he was like running circles. And the police officer happened to be also somebody we went to high school what? with. Yeah. Oh dear! So that was when the Dugan Challenge kind of uh, we're like, hey man, we should probably. The <laughs> cops know about it. I mean, it's funny too, but even like groups of people like that, you know, friends that we're with or, or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm I'm seeing. Um, not that I'm super young, but like people who are a little bit younger or younger parents who are starting to embrace the area and just yeah. saying, you know what? We're done with all that. We're going to go have brunch because there's 500 places to have brunch mm-hmm. and we can do brunch better than anywhere else around here. Right. So I'm starting to see some of that, which is like, yeah, good. Yeah. And the more of that, the better. We'll so, keep telling the story. Well, we want to thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And fun. Um, <laughs> I feel like get... she, we, she, I think she talked the least of I, all I of it. I feel bad. No, just did get you, some did you feel like you talked enough? I got, I got some, some, some zingers in there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> did you get off like for this or do you get, do you still get to go to lunch? I'll still, like... I'll find a way yeah, to sorry. eat lunch. Don't worry about me. Sorry, Alex and Michaels. Yeah. I didn't mean to keep her for too long, but no, thank you seriously yeah. very much for coming on. Um, hopefully one night you can like hang out with us at Music Fest or at the Comedy sure. Plots. Yeah. Which we're going to oh, yeah. be talking about. I like more. comedy. Yeah. She's a big fan. She comes to the open mics. Oh, That's really? how much yeah, she likes I'm a supporter. Comedy. We should probably figure out the Comedy Plots pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I've already. T- oh, you got it? Yeah. Okay, we, we got it. Did you write it down somewhere? Yeah, okay. somewhere. All right. Thank you. But yeah, Brady. check out the website. Check out your calendar. Discoverlyanvalley.com. All the stuff's in the podcast notes. And thank you to Walter Investments for sponsoring this episode of the Valuable Podcast.